0: Welcome to The Score Podcast. Welcome again to The Score Podcast, where we always speak to the most innovative groundbreakers and data providers in the financial services industry. So here's where we are with inflation. According to the Wall Street Journal, overall inflation is starting to slow as the US economy shows signs of cooling and the Federal Reserve continues to raise interest rates. That said, things like grocery prices and gas prices have continued to climb according to the Labor Department. As you can imagine, this has a disproportionate impact on lower earning consumers. So how's that impacting consumer credit health? Let's get into that question and other consumer trends by getting a look at Credit Gauge, powered by VantageScore. I'm Jeff Richardson, host of The Score podcast. Today we're talking to Susan Fay, who's Executive Vice President at VantageScore and our Chief Digital Officer. This is her second appearance on The Score. Susan has more than 25 years of experience in the digital financial services marketplace and analytics and fintech marketplaces most recently serving analytics capabilities at Bank of America and Fiserv. But she and her team at VantageScore have developed Credit Gauge, which is a monthly interactive analysis on the key drivers of consumer credit health. It's freely available on Vantagecore.com, and we've got Susan here to help explain it and what the data is telling us this month. Susan, thank you for joining the score again.
1: Thanks for having me, Jeff.
0: So let's just start at the top. What is Credit Gauge, and where can people find access to it?
1: So Credit Gauge is a new digital product that we launched a couple of months ago. It's a monthly interactive analysis that provides both data and insights on the key drivers of overall consumer credit health in the U.S. The product is open sourced, as you mentioned, and it's available for free on our website at VantageScore.com under Tools and Resources. The product offering for Credit Gauge consists of a, a couple of different outputs. There's a downloadable monthly report that we issue that provides data and insights. And then we also have several interactive dashboards on the webpage that enables visitors to quickly filter to the data that they are most interested in. It looks at things like delinquency rates, balance-to-loan ratios, newly opened accounts, and provides this information both at a product level, credit tier, and generational groups.
0: Wow, that is a deep data set and very timely given where we are with the economy. So let's talk about that. One of the dimensions is average credit score. So how, how is the average credit score trending overall in the U.S.? What does that say about consumer credit health? And are there any regions of the country that aren't trending in that direction?
1: So in December, the average Vantage score credit score was 696. And that has remained relatively steady over the last 12 months. Consumers appear to have gotten their financial houses in order during the pandemic by reducing debt and having access to accommodations. We believe this is an area to watch with the accommodations having expired and now consumers facing you know inflationary pressures. Although inflation seems to be easing, it's still impacting households across the country. And then with regards to the average vantage score across the country, I mean, it does vary state to state, but overall the, the trend is the same. It's It's been holding steady you know, over the last 12 to 13 months.
0: That's interesting. You know, the headlines we read don't necessarily reflect that overall consumers are, are stable, but there are some consumer profiles that are showing some signs of financial stress, right?
1: Yes. What's interesting is when you look at consumers on the lower end of the credit score bands, they're definitely under pressure with rising, you know, just the cost of living in general is higher than it was a year ago. So they have rising interest rates, rising prices. that all adds to additional burden. Some of those consumers are using credit cards to get by. And so we're seeing the average credit card balance continues to rise and the utilization rate of credit is increasing. That leads us to believe that more consumers are carrying over balances month to month.
0: Aha. I want to come back to that in a second, but also want to talk about auto loans. A lot of conversations and news around increased risk in the auto finance market. So what is credit age showing in the area of auto loans and the delinquency rates and things like that?
1: Sure. So with the credit age data, what we're seeing is in auto loans, auto loans have the highest delinquency rates compared to the other credit products. And in fact, the delinquency rates for auto loans in the 60 and 90 day past due categories were higher last month than they were in pre-pandemic. So this is an area to watch. We're seeing delinquency rates for auto loans, particularly with Generation Z, are higher or at pre-pandemic levels across all the days past due categories. So this is not just 60 and 90 days past due, but also 30 days past due. I also it would be remiss not to to mention that just within the auto industry, the car prices have risen during the pandemic when factories closed, there was a supply and demand problem. prices increased. and as a result, some of the consumers who might not have access to funds as readily as maybe the consumers with the higher credit scores, to reduce their monthly costs for a car loan, right? They're extending the car loan payment amount in order to have a a monthly payment that's more manageable. We've seen this, it's been in the news. And it's just something that both lenders and consumers should be aware of because over time, if you continue to take out longer car loans to lower your payments and that car, although, Cars typically have negative equity. I think that it might result in higher levels of negative equity where consumers are really upside down on auto loans. That's something that we're seeing in credit gauge and that we continue to keep an eye on.
0: Right. Sometimes that negative equity situation leads to choices consumers and borrowers make in terms of which payments they're they're willing to make and which ones they're not. But let's double back to the hard market. So just uh, you mentioned December data. That's typically when credit card issuers have a lot of programs to originate loans to those that are shopping for the holidays. How did credit card issuers do in terms of originations during the holiday season? And what else are we seeing in that category that credit and risk officers should be tracking?
1: So with the credit gauge data, what we're seeing overall is that new credit card issuances have slowed. We saw a slowdown in November and that slowdown continued in December. This is on new originations. So it appears that lenders are tightening their new credit requirements, but consumers continue to use credit cards, right? So that that, like I mentioned before, the balances continue to rise So they're they're using existing credit cards that they have, not necessarily new ones. And I believe the average credit card balance is about $5,900, which is the highest been in over a year. You know, it continues to inch slightly higher every month has been the trend. And then, as I mentioned before, just the credit card utilization rate is also rising. So in December, the utilization rate was approximately 31%. And that you was know, an indication that more consumers are carrying over monthly balances month to month and not paying them off in full. So balances are rising, utilization is rising, but it appears that banks or lenders are not originating new credit cards at the pace that they have in the past.
0: Yeah, they're tightening up as the consumers are starting to show a little bit more riskier behavior. Susan, that is amazing data. And again, for those listening that want to access this data themselves using the tool, go to VanishCore.com under the tools and resources section, select credit gauge. And while you're there, check out our other tools like Risk Ratio and Inclusion 360. Susan, let's wrap it there. Thank you for your time today and this amazing information. Let's connect again after the next credit gauge report.
1: Thanks, Jeff. Have a great day.
0: The U.S. consumer is starting to freak out. The flush savings accounts and cheap credit that help Americans spend at high rates since 2020 are disappearing. That's according to the headline of the Wall Street Journal I mentioned in the introduction earlier this week, and it's the first week of February for those who are listening. This is a big shift. During the pandemic, consumers actually got more financially healthy. And as the saying goes, it's harder to go up than it is to come down. So we'll be tracking these trends carefully with Credit Gauge. I'm Jeff Richardson. Thanks for listening to The Score, and I look forward to our next discussion.
1: The views and opinions expressed in this episode do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of VantageScore solutions. Visit VantageScore.com to learn more.